Hello and welcome to ProCon. In today's episode, we have something radically different to present to you. We have Rebecca Joseph, the founder of Women in Politics. Now, Women in Politics is an online blog, magazine, and a YouTube channel that gives girls a platform to learn about accomplished women in politics and express their ideas to better the nation and connect with other girls with the same passion. Starting April of 2020, their team of 66 girls across the world have reached places from Lebanon and Kansas to India and Canada. Their organization wants to provide a safe haven for girls to understand that their ideas are not only valid, but needed. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're excited to have you too. So before, you know, asking you about the major questions, I just want to learn more on, you know, what really prompted you to start Women in Politics? Well, growing up, I never really knew that a woman could become president until Hillary Rand, and I never saw politics as a career path. After the 2016 election, I realized how underrepresented us women were in politics, and I knew we had to change that. Coming into my freshman year in high school, I joined our speech and debate team. And when I went to the tournaments, I realized it was a very male-dominated field, and I realized if I didn't create a platform for girls to speak their truth, they'll grow up thinking that their ideas aren't needed. Wow. Yeah, that's a very powerful message. And as a member of the speech and debate community, I know how, you know, male-dominated at times it can be and how sometimes in ballots and stuff like that, people can be very rude towards you just based on the way you dress or the things that you do. So, yeah, that's a really powerful message. Um, So, you know, you spoke about debate. Can you talk to me about your competitive debate experience? Have you experienced any sort of discrimination or any sort of negative comments due to gender? Well, speech and debate has been like a new home for me. And it's honestly the reason I'm so passionate about young girls getting exposure to politics. At my school, I do parliamentary debate. It's 2v2, and you'll get your topic 20 minutes before the debate, and you and your partner will then get those 20 minutes with no Wi-Fi prep time. Although the community of debate is for all the competitors to speak and share their ideas, I often find that the judges are more concerned about the length of my skirt than what my points are. It's very discouraging to see that you lost a round because you didn't smile enough. And that's why the basis of women in politics is to give, plat- uh, give girls a platform to speak their truth. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard and I have a few friends who also, you know, uh, compete competitively in debate who are female and they often get, you know, rude comments like this that are just completely demeaning. So that brings me sort of to my next question on how are you trying to create this sort of safe haven for women in politics? Are you just trying to get their ideas out there or are you trying to do more? So Women in Politics will provide a platform for girls to learn about accomplished women in politics, showcase their ideas to better the nation, and meet girls with the same passion. My goal with this organization is for girls to have a safe place to express their ideas without fear of discrimination. As we grow up, we also plan on doing outreach events, such as summits and school events, where we would talk to elementary and middle school kids about our organization and how to get involved with local politics. Awesome. So, you know, you spoke about summits and all of the things that you're going to do to, you know, get more involved. So can you tell me about your global outreach, the number of people whom you're reaching through the medium of your magazine? 
Right now, we currently have 66 people on our team from across the globe. There are people from Lebanon, India, and all across the U.S. It's actually really funny. When I first started putting out the application process, I published it on TikTok, and I asked Nick, the tutor who helps students with the APs, if he could repost my TikTok. That TikTok got over 15,000 views, and I got flooded with applicants from all across the world. Meeting people from all these different places and backgrounds really opened my eyes to see that this organization was able to bring people from opposite sides of the globe together. And that's our aim through this magazine, to reach and empower girls. Our first issue will be re uh, released on June 13th, and we aim to reach about 100 people, 800 people through our first release. Wow, that's absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal, And I love that, you know, you sort of use the social media app to gain more interest for your actual project. And that's just ingenious that, you know, you use someone with so much influence to gain momentum for your own project. That's that's very commendable. Um, so my next question is, you know, you spoke a little bit uh, about your YouTube channel. Um, so what are your plans with that? Is there any type of content you plan on producing on that front? So our YouTube channel is directed for young girls ages 8 to 12. Mm. While we will also have interviews with inspiring women politicians and activists, our main focus will be breaking down news articles in a fun way for kids. A girl their age will be talking about relevant news topics in a Bill Nye-inspired video. Wow, nice. I, I like that You know, unique spin on <laughs> Bill Nye as well. That's awesome. Yeah. So what type of content do you plan to showcase on your website? I know you spoke about, you know, interviews and stuff like that. Is there anything else? So our main website is like a gateway to our contact content on the official website. You can see our mission, like, like contact us, upcoming events and apply to be part of the team. But our website also has links to our YouTube channel, blog, magazine and our socials. Awesome. And, you know, just listening to all of this is getting me excited. And are you looking for people to, you know, more people to join your initiative? As of right now, I've just filled all my open slots, but you can apply in the first week of September. So if you want, you can follow at Woman in Politics without the I on Instagram. So you can apply right when we drop the link. Awesome. And um, is this limited only to people who identify as women or to men and trans individuals as well? So Women in Politics is an open place for all. We focus on femi uh, feminist uh, dick values, which is uplifting women without degrading men. We want to be equal to men. So we so our application process is only open to women or people who identify as females. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this sounds like a really great initiative. I personally just, you know, listening to your story, it seems like you have a lot of experience with stuff like this and have all, obviously put a lot of work into getting more people to join your initiative. And just since April, getting 66 people is not a, a, a small feat. It's a great accomplishment. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And I hope and give you all of my luck and best wishes for the success of your magazine. Thank you for joining with me today. Thank you so much. Yes, and that ends our show today. Thank you for joining ProCon, and stay tuned for more episodes on politics, debate, and various other current issues.